I lay on hey, the desktop. I, I have right this shit rolling man. already. I, I just I want to keep the chit chat in here. I think it'll be more of a, a natural, authentic vibe. So just continue saying what you're saying, but we're live. Oh yeah, dude. I had to hop on my phone, bro. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't even hop on the computer, bro. I was feeling mad lazy. Dude, I feel you, man. I'm I'm dead tired I, after spending today with my dad and the the, the little sisters. And then I, was, mm-hmm. I filmed an hour fucking video, dude. I was screaming in the fu- this park, man. I was screaming, man. Screaming in the bro, fuck. I was, p- I was pissed the fuck off, dude. Bro, I love you, dog. Oh, man. That's some real nigga shit right there, boy. That's, that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. What we do is we, we cultivate energy and we express it in the most authentic form possible. And sometimes it's a fucking loud scream. I realize, man, that, you know, for most people, like, there, there's a, I guess you'd say there's that niche, that niche of, of people ready to to apply, like you said, right, anti-hesitation. Like, there's a section of people out there like you and I who, who hear shit like this about information that we share, and they apply it, and they, it clicks. They have that low latency, which you should talk about a little bit later. Um, mm-hmm. But for I think for most, dude, they're just, they're so traumatized, they're so condition they're so you know living in fear they're afraid and and not necessarily i mean it is their fault but if you're listening to this and, and that this sounds like you you're, you're hurt you're traumatized you're afraid you don't know how to be yourself you're in pain you feel out of control i don't say that to fuck with you or to like poke you and like like you know throw salt on the wound i, I say that because it's a matter of like your focus right as you listen to, to the shit on this podcast um, um, my podcast, Building Habit of Feeling Good, uh, the course Daryl and I are making is going to be fucking baller. It, we're going to teach you how to use your focus and use the law of attraction so you can literally choose the thoughts that you, you want, that thoughts that feel good. So it is your fault because you are constantly attracting your vibrational match. You attract what you are. So you've created this reality for yourself. So it is your fault, but it has been unconscious. So that being said, it, it also kind of isn't your fault. But I realize, man, you can't just give people the roadmap because most people are fucking hurt. And they're scared. Mm-hmm. They, won't, they can't use it. You got to give them the roadmap. Then you got a lot of fucking, fucking fire under their ass, bro. And you got to inspire the shit out of them. You got to fucking punch them in the <laughs> face to, de- to even get them in the zone to go, yeah, I'll use it. I can do this. They, to get them to be hopeful, man, to be courageous. Because it takes courage to get through this fucking fucked up conditioning and start being you, man. So let's talk about that. Wait, what do you think about that? I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> I'm so excited! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, dude, you know what's funny about fear, dude? From my personal experiences, man, fear, fear, fear is the worst of it. You know what I mean? Like, you, you ever have something you absolutely don't want to happen, and it's the worst thing that could happen, and then it happens? And then you recognize that you're actually living and you're still breathing and you're still alive and you managed to, you know, go through it. And uh, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Like, that's, that's what fear does. Fear creates an illusion of, oh, you're going to die. And you go through it and, you know, you come out alive and you live another day and you get to do stuff again. And it's like, like for me, I know personally the number one thing was the doctor's office, dude. I used to hate going to the I still do. I don't like going to the doctors. I don't like going to the doctors, bro. It's like stepping foot in, in, in the matrix. It's like, it's like walking inside this direct tunnel of pure matrix. And I'm walking in, and you see all these people coughing and shit. And, <laughs> and, and, 
<laughs> right, right. And then, and, and, and then you go over here. The nurses talking about labs. You're like, oh god, more. You gotta money. sit in the lobby with with like seven other fucking people coughing all over you. You probably right. maybe you weren't even that sick, but you for sure getting sick now. Oh man! And, and on top of it, you go sit down on the on the fucking chair to get your blood pressure took, and it, the shit's always high because you're damn nervous. <laughs> Some lady comes in, she doesn't even want to be there, taking your fucking temperature and shit. Right, right, right. You don't want to be there, and then you hop, you hop on the scale, knowing damn well you're gaining five pounds, to find out it was actually ten. <laughs> that fear, <laughs> that lurking suspicion, is confirmed. <laughs> and, then, and then the worst thing is, unless it's your case, motherfucker, because I don't know if you guys know this, but Daryl Bryan lost fifty fucking pounds. So I better hear some applause on your end of the conversation, because that's hey. awesome. Hey, thank you, brother. Thank you, man. You know what I mean? How are you? Once again, bro, I just want to throw that oh, out. Dude, I was for real, to my bro. dad about that today, actually. He was asking about you. Uh, oh, dude, that's awesome, dude. I, 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 you know, shout out to Dante's dad, man. Love that guy. Love that guy. You know what I mean? Hey, thanks for coming in, my mom, Pops. I appreciate you. Oh, dude, dude. Shout out to that. The best seat in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, hey. man. Yeah, so you're in the hospital. People coughing. Lady hey. don't want to be there. And then, and on top of it, the worst part about going to doctors is, the waiting room, like you, you, you think you think waiting in the waiting room is bad, but then you have to wait some more inside the actual room, and then, then you're there for forty minutes just waiting, forty minutes, and you're like the anxiety really kicks in then because you're by yourself and you're looking around, you see all the stethoscopes and popsicle sticks and all that shit and, and gloves and syringes and shit and, and fucking the ear thingy, and you're like, oh man, and then. He comes in for five minutes and leaves, and it's over. And you're like, wow. It was all that anxiety built up for only five minutes of interaction. It, what was worse, the two hours of worrying, or actually, I should say the 24 hours of worrying, because damn near, I'm always scared the day before, too, especially if I got an appointment. I know it's coming. Fucking you know, for your goddamn symptoms and shit, man. Right? <laughs> you, you got, like, a cold. You fucking... Google for 10 minutes, you, you feel like you have herpes and cancer and AIDS. <laughs> all together. All yeah. in one. <laughs> call, call that shit. Answer. Got the got fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. Never look up the symptoms, dog. You, you, you better off being ignorant. You better off not knowing what you got. For disaster. That's abusing the law of attraction right there. <laughs> That's abusing that shit, bro. And yo, fear is what prevents us from accessing our, our fullest uh, good feeling. You cannot feel good if you're fearing. You know, it's impossible. You're out of alignment, man. It's literally your inner being, man. It's your emotional guidance system saying, hey, bitch, this is out of alignment. Stop it. Stop. You're a bus yeah. caller. What are you doing messing with this shit? What is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, oh, man, dude. And also... Guys, I want everyone to listen to their intuition more often, man. If something is very resistive in your life, leave that shit alone. I'm telling you from experience, don't go through with it. If you have to really force yourself to just do it and it's like hard as fuck. Now, certain things like growth is resistive, but it's it's a good resistive. And you know, you know the difference. You know the difference when something is a good resistive where it's just, I just have to overcome my personal barriers versus when something's like really resistive and it's like, oh no, this thing's actually pushing back. This thing's telling me no. And I keep on pushing and I keep on trying to fucking 
go through the envelope and I try to maneuver my way through and wiggle my way in. Stop that shit, man. Leave that shit alone. You can feel it. I mean, one of them feels good. It's like, it's a challenge. The other one is, is exhausting and it's like, you don't want to fucking do it. You welcome a challenge. The other one's a problem. You're like, God damn, fuck. How, how am I? Fuck. You're not thinking how. It's like, I don't want to. That's, that's your main default state. Whereas if, if, it's, if it's good resistance, right? If it's, if it's, a, it's supposed to be there. Let me, let's just say that because resistance is kind of like just swimming against the current. But if it's supposed to be there, that shit mm-hmm. is a challenge. You're welcoming it. You're thinking how. It's like a puzzle, but it's, it's exciting. It's satisfying. It's, it's delicious in finding the solution to the circumstances. And, and the whole process is nice. It's, it does, it's not a headache. It's not a headache. But keep going, man. Yeah, this is good, man. You're fucking killing it. Yeah, dude, like, like, uh, for example, I'll give you an example, man. You know what I mean? I, I was out here today trying to find something to elevate myself to a non-sober level. And um, I said to myself, this is very resistive right now, man. Like, for me to do this right now is, is honestly, I have to fight. To fight. I fight everything. Got to fight time. Got to fight uh, the moment of location. I got to fight... Uh, the obstacle of driving. I gotta fight. I gotta fight these assholes in traffic. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, dude. Like, no. Asshole, this dumbass taking a left turn and a right fucking turn. <laughs> someone, someone cut me off and flicking me off while they cut me off. Sense. I've been driving for a while. I apologize. That didn't make sense. That wasn't even clever. Oh, dude, come on. Dude, you <laughs> being too hard, bro. That was clever, bro. That was, that was clever. Speaking of clever. There, there's a rapper named Clever, and, and he, he's fucking fire. He's a white guy. He, his shit, his shit is insane. That dude, Clever. Anyway, guys, whatever you do in life, man, just, just it has to be free flowing, man. It has to be good and easy, and proper. I was on Facetime with with my cousin, and we were just talking about some random bullshit. And all of a sudden, the call just drops, and I call him back, and I'm like, nah. It dropped for a reason. And then Dante, <laughs> Dante sent me a link. Yeah. Dante sent me a link. It, it dropped because a podcast is supposed to be created. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. It was resisted because obviously for some reason he was in the middle of talking and the phone just dropped. And it wasn't me who hung up. It wasn't him who hung up. It just dropped. I'm like, okay, his phone battery must have died for a reason. Something happened for a reason. What's, what's the must message here? Two seconds later, bing, Zoom link. Okay, that's a message. Hop on the podcast. Create something valuable, you know? And that's like the most immediate example I can give. And also relationships, you know, guys, like, I want everyone to realize something. If you love someone and and they aren't loving you back, bro, leave that shit alone. I was talking to, I was talking to one, one of my friends and... Oh my God, she sent me so much love. And it was honestly mind blowing how much love she sent me. And I was thinking to myself, man, I had a negative perception on women for a long time. I didn't even know it until she sent me so much love. I thought that all women were just vile creatures when it, when it came to love. You know what I mean? Like, they you are, just, bro. What are you talking about? They're <laughs> just cold hearted bitches. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. All of them. Thanks. I know what you're talking about, man. I had war views as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because you go through so many bad relationships, you figure out all of them are the same. But then she reminded me that's not true. 
there are women out here who actually love deeply and who actually care and support you. Like really, really support you. Not when you have money, not when things are good, but they support you unconditionally. They support you no matter what. And that's what she gave me. She gave me that. I was like, wow, it felt so good. Like it honestly changed my entire life. She doesn't even know how impactful it was because I've always poured into people's lives, but she poured into my life with a positive example of women. She's like, yeah, women are amazing. They're lovely. They're, they're powerful beings. 100%. That when, when they support you, is nothing like it. It's like it's like uh, it's like God. God is in the in the mix, just with you when they support you. You just feel divinely gifted and supported when when a woman backs you, and like really has your back. Like you you, you feel like you can do anything, and that's what I feel. And she's not even my girlfriend. She's my friend. And but I know now what I want in a girlfriend because of what she did. I know exactly, you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what I deserve now. I deserve someone who loves me the same way she loves me. But I know with her, she's my best friend. But I know in in the future, when I get a girlfriend, I'm going to look for someone who has those qualities. And that's what I'm saying to you guys. Don't waste your time on people who don't love you 100% and who don't actually give you that, um, man, who don't support you. Like... I'm telling you right now, a lot of people, they're in relationships just because they're bored. And that shit's flawed. You know, if you're bored, man, go buy a PS4, go play some video games, or go go rewatch Friends. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Don't go in a relationship. Go watch The Wire. The Wire's a good show. Go watch that one. Oh, what is it about? That's like comment and shit. Game of Thrones is pretty good, too. Dude, no, expand on that, too, man, because, like, it's it's funny you say that because I I, reson- I resonated hard when you when you were talking about that man because it's it's completely true right the 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 way I've experienced it is is two different kind of forms two two venues two ways number one I've I've had I've met really awesome girls in my life who they're they're just they're such awesome people and both in the spiritual but also just just regular normal girls too they're just so happy you know parents mm-hmm. beliefs like they're they're just taught how to think and focus on thoughts that feel good and make feeling good a priority. And that, that they just give that energy off constantly. And just by being around them, you know, they give it to you and they don't, they don't ask if there's no requirements. They don't really, they don't give a shit what social standing you are. It's just part of who they are. They're just like these beacons of light and you feel that. And it, like it gave you that reminder of like, fuck man, women are fucking amazing. I, I love fucking women. Yes. shit. And then yeah. the other form of that where it's like, it's conditional upon how in alignment, and I imagine it would start to be conditional if you, if you wanted to sleep with those girls who, who did admit these beacons of light. It would then fall into category number two. How in alignment are you with self? How in alignment mm-hmm. with you are, are, are you with your beliefs and with who you are and with what you want in the world? And are you drawing, do you, have, do you need, are you fucking plugging your emotional umbilical cord into this other person to try to get good emotions because you can't feel it on your own. You, you don't feel good on your own and you need this other person to give you some affection, to give you love because there's this fucking void inside of you, this pit, this fucking barren desert that nothing's growing in. And, and from that standpoint, you're, you're not going to get it. Like for, that's, that's most, by the way, most fucking girls, 
you, you need to fucking have that sense of feeling good within yourself. You need to be happy within yourself and then share that. And that's when that girl then supports you because she's supporting you, not supporting your fucking, your void, this, this shadow of you, this, this, you know, this thing you're focusing on. That's actually not you. It's not in alignment. I, I think that's the best thing about women, dude, is the fact they do reject us so fucking hard because they're not rejecting yeah. us. They're rejecting the bullshit. Mm -hmm. and, and it's unconscious. Like, you know, maybe some are conscious, like some goddesses are like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but for the majority of you fucking awesome women out there, for the majority, you rejecting the fuck out. I think it's instinctual. And I'm happy that's happening. I'm like, fucking thank you. I'm so glad I got rejected all those times. Because it and, forced and also, me to stop, stop being bullshit. It forced me to be me. And also, speaking on the other side of rejection too, I know this firsthand, man. I've been rejected by at least 100 women in my life. And I have approached them, like, like went up to them, talked to them. My approach is amazing. I get their number. And then as soon as I send them a text, no reply. And that's happened to me a hundred times. And then I'm thinking the other day, I'm like, dude, I'm amazing. I'm wonderful. Like, I'm on the path of being a legend. I already feel like I'm a legend. Yes. Yeah, right? Like, dude. So why are they rejecting me? And I figured it out. It's not that I'm bad, but it's that I'm actually such high value that they have to work on themselves to match my frequency. And that's, that's what it is. You see, a woman will only allow someone that they feel that they're within their realm of reality. They want someone that's relatable to them. 100%. They want someone that's relatable. So I am not relatable. I'm the 1% of human beings. I'm not relatable. So the woman who is attracted to me has done a lot of self-work, has healed herself immensely, levels herself up in awakenings, is a master of finances, and just is overall an amazing person, loving, caring person. Now, how many people are out there doing that amount of self-work? Not a lot of people. So. If I talk to 100 people, especially in my area that I live in, they probably, I probably talk to 100 unawakened souls, right? 100 unawakened women. So it's not that they didn't like me, not that they didn't find me attractive. It's that I'm not within their realm of reality. So they're not going to date me if I'm not within them, their realm of reality. Because why? Why? It's scary. It's scary to date, someone, to date someone who's going to fucking blow the doors off your entire world. Like, yo, imagine we go on a first date and I start dropping facts about the holographic reality. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like, imagine she's eating her pasta noodles. pancakes. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a mojito? What is this? <laughs> imagine, though. Imagine We're in the club. What's, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, I, I just wanted some dick. What are you doing to my brain? <laughs> I just drop a bomb. I'm like, yo, we live in the holographic, destructive, fractal-based reality. She's gonna be like, yo, bro, chill, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Out there who are doing self-development, who are growing immensely, expanding, just at insane, insane rate, just expanding at this rate that every second of the day is something new. You're not going to find a relationship with normal women. And please do not seek comfort 
in normal relationships. Look, that Jeff, will not I, really dude, affect. fucking one billion percent, dude. And I, and I wanna I wanna fucking build upon that, man, because what you said was gangster as fuck, and what we were talking about last night it just reminded me of that. It, mm. Take Pokemon and just bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is going somewhere. Take Pokemon. If you're familiar with Pokemon, right? The, they they evolve. So when they start in their little, their little baby form, their little bitch ass baby baby Charmander, right? Baby Charmander can't fuck nobody up. Baby Charmander's lighting grills. He ain't set nobody on fire. He's he's cooking hamburgers, right? Baby Charmander is a beast. He's a legend. He evolved. He's fucking people up. He's fucking cities up. Now, now, law of attraction. This is what's so gangster about law of attraction. You, you're connected to your source energy, right? Having a, you're, you're, you're focusing yourself in this 3D physical experience. You're an extension of source. You're, you can never be fully pinched off from that source. If you fall in alignment with that source, you will attract your vibrational match and you'll tap into your inner abundance, your default state of abundance in every single aspect, health, wealth, love, happiness, relationship, et cetera. So you're going to attract that 1% through the law. It's law. You have to bring it, but you have to allow it as well. But you have that ability. So you can have that gangster ass fucking fucking all the time, laughing all the time, perfect chemistry. You That's at your fingertips. However, as you evolve and these, these beliefs, you get more of a, a handle on law of attraction. You get more of a handle on how to focus your thoughts, choose better feeling thoughts, choose better, you know, better, better feeling feelings. You have these beliefs, which is just a thought you keep thinking over and over again. You start to develop beliefs that are more empowering. Pretty soon, you start to evolve your beliefs. You start to evolve how you see yourself. And at that point, you, your ass turns into fucking Charmander. And now you can just go exert your, your energy. You can fucking share and express yourself. And because you're so, you're so focused and so fucking grounded in who the fuck you are and how, you know, how fucking great you feel, you're not, fate, you're not in reaction to the environment anymore, right? Any, any given moment, you're in reaction to the environment or to you, to self. When you're in reaction to self, you don't give a fuck. So that, that's, that's how you have those times. That's how you have that vibe where you just see the person you like and you go up and you're like, hey, I'm fucking Daryl. Yeah, mm. you weren't expecting this, were you, bitch? What's up? <laughs> how you doing? What's going on? Are you shopping for groceries? I like shopping too. Let's go shop over in this direction. You, that's where the spontaneous shit comes from. It's, it's effortless, yeah. fucking effortless, man. And that's, what, that's waiting for you. I promise you. I fucking promise you. You're a gangster. You're a goddess, okay? Male or female, whatever. You're fucking amazing. Focusing on that, dude. That that is uh, that's that's a flow state, man. You know what I mean? Like the flow state. For those who don't know, what the flow state is whenever you play your favorite video game, and you're just on a kill streak, and you you can't do no wrong. Like you're over here reviving all your teammates. You're sniping the the top player in the whole entire game, and you come in first place. That that's a flow state, or a flow state is when you wash all the plates in the kitchen in under half an hour by hand. Without even realizing you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The flow state is when when you're late to work and you and you start driving like fast and furious, and you start just just weaving. That's a flow state, and we, just like I said, when you approach a girl and you just know exactly what to say, and no matter what you say, it's going to come out amazing, and it just lands on perfect ears. That's the flow state. So how do we get into that state more often? One of the key things to get in that state is to do something you're very good at and to do it very often. You see, 
we take things that we're good at, our talents, our gifts, or maybe our skills, for granted because we're good at it, right? But when you do it more often, you become a beast. You just start becoming infatuated with the feeling of being good at something. Um, for example, I, I play this game called Red Dead Redemption 2 Online for PS4, and I'm very good at that game. Whenever I play that game, I'm killing everybody. No one can stop me. I'm a beast. I play that game often because I like to feel that feeling. That feeling spills over into my work. It spills over into my connections. It spills over into shopping for food, right? Today I went to Publix to go get a sub. I was in that feeling. That guy gave me a two and a half pound sub, right? That, that thing was heavy as shit. That, that thing was loaded. That thing was loaded. I, I, I gave half to my mom and my sister. I'm like, yo, this shit's big. I'm like, yeah, it's huge. Why? Because I'm in the flow state. So I'll give an example of a video game, but it could be sports. It could be communication. It could be, an, it could be uh, meditation. Whatever gets you in that feeling of just feeling like, like you're just killing it, you're crushing it, you're doing amazing, you're doing very good. Whatever gets you in that feeling do that more often, and it'll start to carry over in every area of your life. That's and, and that's how you can literally you can literally fucking use that, which is your natural stream of, of, of source energy, natural stream of abundance. You, you can literally use that to get your dream job, to start that fucking mm -hmm. dream company based around what you're fucking doing. Out of anything. I mean, Gary Vee fucking said it himself. He gave the example of like, you can make fucking 40, 50 grand a year just talking about Smurfs. Talking about Smurfs. I'm not talking about having a product or a certain, no, no. Just purely from fucking talking about it and being passionate about it. Anything, mm -hmm. anything. That's how, that fucking works the same goddamn way. The same fucking yeah. way. You have the abundance at your disposal, okay? But you have to tap into feeling fucking great. That's it. That's, that's, that's how that shit works. You, the flow state is the key. And then you pretty soon you're in a flow state all the time. And, and, you're, that, and that literally is being in reaction to self. You're so within your own shit and it feels great. And you're, you're cracking jokes. You're constantly laughing. You're constantly sharing. You're con There's no filter. You're just like fucking lit on fire, man. It's, it's fucking sick. It's awesome. And, and um, you know, let's, let's talk about something that's very interesting. Because we've been talking about this more in private, but I want to bring this to the podcast. Um, I want to talk about the unknown and, and darkness for a second and how the unknown and darkness is very important. Um, you know, we've been trained by society to fear the unknown. Everyone makes a plan. Everyone has a plan or they have some sort of idea or structure. And um, there's a common expression that the devil is in the details. And people don't understand what that means. They think that the devil's in the details mean that someone could put something in the contract to harm you. Well, that's a very literal sense. But the actual metaphysical sense of it is details restrain the infinite. Details restrain the potential of what could be. When you have a clear-cut plan, that plan is light. And light is, is good, right? Light is good. Light is the known. You, you know what to do. But the thing is, what you actually want 
you don't even know. You know, nine times out of ten, what you think you want, you don't actually want. You want something more than that. You want something better than that. You want something that will give you more joy, more satisfaction. And that's darkness. That's the unknown. So think of it as, as this way. Your brain currently processes information at, what, 10% of its capability or 20%? Somewhere around there, right? Definitely, definitely not more than 50%. But that is what you're tuning into when you have a plan. You're tuning into 15% of the overall infinite that is available. That's a plan because your brain can only tap in to 15% of the overall capability that it can do. So when you trust the unknown, you're trusting the 100% of what's out there. You're trusting the infinite. Like you're literally trusting something that you don't know. And that is where the gift lies. That's where the opportunity comes from. Because the opportunity comes from a place of spontaneity. It comes from a place of serendipity. It comes from a place of random. Something you didn't know was going to happen that all of a sudden fell in your lap. And you're like, damn, dude, everything kind of worked itself out. That's what you want. And that's what a plan will never provide. A plan will never provide you that feeling of random. So most people, after they reach a low in their life, they're in this darkness. And this darkness consumes them, but they don't understand. The darkness is where a baby becomes, right, becomes a baby. The darkness is where a seed grows to become a tree. The darkness is a period of growth. So you can actually tap into the infinite when you don't know what's going to happen next. When you don't have a plan, when you're unsure of things, when you don't know how you're going to pay the bills this month. Something always happens somehow that manifests and you're able to do what you got to do. When you don't have a job, you need a job. Something, boom, shows up. Someone shows up. You find something online. Someone hits you up, right? And, and you know you what? Go, Touching on that real quick, man. Like that, that almost that, that feeling of desperation. The, the, the thing that turns the tide that actually brings the job into your fucking reality it's not mm -hmm. the fact that it, you're in desperation and that it's not from neediness. If you notice, if you really fucking feel into this, and I, when I reflect back when I needed a fucking job and I came mm -hmm. to that place, you, you reached a point where it, it, it shifted and you, it crest, crested into like, I need this fucking job. And it's like, I'm searching for it. And then you find something you're like, fucking fuck, yes. You're excited about it. You're hopeful about it because you understand what it means so that you have that feeling of excitement, of satisfaction, of like, finally, like relief relief from your circumstances, you, you begin to shift how you think and feel about it. And I just, I just wanted to like throw that in there real quick. Like you do like yeah. practicing doing that with everything is the basis for, for shifting your point of attraction and creating the life and attracting everything you want. It starts with that. We do it unconsciously too often. We're very fucking sloppy with our, <laughs> with our thinking. <laughs> Keep going, man. I like this. Yeah, dude. And that's very true. That's so true. You know, so the overall message of what I'm saying is very simple. The majority of our lives, we're in the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen next. We are completely oblivious. We're thrown into the abyss of reality. 
and it feels like you're falling. But in actuality, you're not really falling. You're diving. You're diving deep. You're diving into something new, a new experience, a new opportunity, a new relationship, a new you. Something is being born, and it can only be born through darkness. It cannot be born through these periods of happiness. Now, happiness provides a different gift. Happiness provides a different gift. It provides awakenings. It, it, it provides this feeling of, of excitement, this feeling of uh, epiphanies. That's what happiness provides. But the opportunities, the, the birth, the, the, the renewal of spirit, that comes through the periods of unknown. And a lot of times in our life, we actually are in those periods and we don't feel the gift because we've been taught that, the, that those periods are unsuccessful. I, I'll tell you this to be true. The times in my life that I had the most success, it wasn't even when I was feeling good. It was when I was in periods of darkness and I had this amazing idea and then I acted upon it and then it manifested into a beautiful beautiful accomplishment that period of instability of unknown of not knowing where to go next that is what that was the birthplace of my success so if you take this concept to heart and you understand the and you ground it what i'm saying is that the totality of your life experience is actually good right because everyone says you go through ups and downs but what if you're treating the downs as periods of growth? And what if you treat the ups as periods of light and epiphanies and awakenings? Therefore, you never suffer any, anymore. You no longer have to suffer because instead of judging the darkness, instead of judging the downs as bad, you now see it for what it really is. You see it as periods of growth. You see it as new. You see it as opportunities. You see it as renewal, re, uh, invigoration. You see it as, as uh, planting a seed that will eventually grow to be a harvest, right? That's what it is. So you no longer have to suffer in life ever again. And this is a very deep thing that people uh, miss out on, right? We go through a lot of periods of darkness in our life. But if we change a perspective, we'll, we'll enter periods of light very quicker, right? Very, very much sooner because we won't have to suffer because we're not suffering mentally anymore. And instead, our new perspective is, wow, what's gonna happen next? How is this gonna work out? What's the unfoldment gonna look like? How is it gonna show up in my reality? I'm actually curious. I'm positively expecting something has to change. I know it has to. I've been going through the same old, same old for so long. Something's gotta change, it's coming. I know it's coming. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When is it going to come? And you're positively expecting it. Big facts, dude. Big facts. And, you know, when you get to that place, I think you fucking literally mastered life. You have complete control over how you feel about life circumstances instead of doing what most mm -hmm. people do is looking to life circumstances to dictate how they feel, which is usually fucking miserable because, you know... <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Contrast brings clarity, you know. Um, I'm a firm believer that you don't, contrast isn't necessary, 
have to know what you don't like to know what you do like. You don't need to suffer, though. Suffering isn't necessary. But yeah. if we're stubborn, right, you can't – I believe firmly you can fall into alignment and, and tap into what feels good, present moment, and you can learn to do that from when you're a fucking kid. And I think having the right circumstances can, can make those conditions possible. Um, I think Gary Vee might be one of those people. Um, and I'm sure there's other examples. But also, looking at the contrast as the, the gift it is for bringing you clarity, showing you what you don't want, and realizing that a lot of the times that the, the most times we do suffer, as you said, man, it's 100% true, man. Like, I agree with you. The, fuck, mm-hmm. some of the times we met, I remember being super fucking depressed. This, this, this most recent time of, of this recent bout of depression I had, which led me to like understanding firmly how law of attraction works. And like now 110% belief never, I don't have to experience fucking depression ever goddamn again. I had to go so fucking low. Like I was, sli- I was literally just watching Netflix all day long, sleeping. That's it. Sleeping Netflix, sleeping Netflix, dump, shower, sleeping Netflix, ramen, dump, shower, sleeping Netflix. <laughs> On repeat, again, again and again and again. And I, I was like, fuck, man. Maybe I don't got it. Maybe I'm fucked up. Maybe I don't – I'm stupid. Maybe I'm just retarded. Like, I fu- I'm a washout. Like, I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm, you know, I'm broke as fuck. I'm never going to make – like, all this shit. It led me to where I am now. We're unstoppable. Fucking unstoppable. Feeling mm-hmm. great. Feeling fucking happy. Fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I, up to today, I filmed the video – about an hour long, I was, I was in this very aggressive energy and, and that's still carrying over. So this episode is, is very like, rah, 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 rah. but normally if you go look at my other episodes, I'm very fucking chill, calm, and, and I'm all about peace, love, and light. Um, you just caught me on. How about that, but even now, like it, it, the place is coming from, I'm like, it's like a smiles behind how I'm feeling. Like I love, I love the fuck out of you guys. I lo- I'm aggressively loving you with the fu- what I'm saying, and I want to make it like imperative. Like listen to what we're saying and apply it because you will feel amazing. And and look at the shit going quote unquote wrong. Stop putting the slapping the label of wrong on it. See it as contrast. See it as showing you. Oh, this is what I don't want. It's bringing me toward what I do want. It's bringing me clarity, man. It's bringing, sometimes we're fucking stubborn. We need to suffer a little bit. Not, we don't need to, but sometimes that's a road that can be taken to showing yes. us what we're really about, to leading us to our purpose, which it led me. And now look, like, fuck, man, life is a dream. Life is dope as fuck. We're making this podcast. We're sharing good vibes with you. I'm 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 amazing, man. I feel amazing. Daryl's amazing. You're fucking amazing. Let's tap into more of that. Let's focus more on that. Yeah, dude. And oh man, guys, we live in a mystical universe, and I hope you maintain that childlike wonder throughout this world. Because I know for a fact the world will definitely try to steal that from you. You know, the second you figure out Santa doesn't exist, kill your dreams. That's when that's when the shit hits the fan. <laughs> but you live in a mystical universe, and I want to kind of talk about how mystical it is. Think about this, right? You don't exist in my world. You exist in your own world. And every person you ever met exists in their own world. And the way I, I know this to be true, you can take a person who believes in Jesus. You can take a person who doesn't believe in anything. And they both are right to themselves. Their, their truth holds strong in their own independent realities. 
And that's how you know that everyone's creating their own world. There is no one singular truth that is so true that it exists in all realities. Even gravity can be, can be manipulated. It's possible. I've seen floating monks. Hey, that motherfucker on the Joe Rogan podcast was talking about how we have like seven, seven fucking alien craft and they're experimental with anti-gravity. Like we, we got that shit. That's a thing. Yeah, that, that, that exists. Right. And so the world is very mystical. It's very, very mystical. You know, we live in a world full of witches and wizards. They're hiding because you're not looking for them, but they exist. We live in a world where magical creatures exist. Like, I want you to imagine how crazy animals really are. Like, dude. We, we, give, them, we give them a label. Oh, that's a cat. Motherfucker, that's a word we made up and we gave to this fucking living creature, man. But continue, because, yes, I, I'm feeling this shit. Dude, it's, it's trippy, dude. Have you ever take, taken a good look at a chameleon? That nigga look like an alien. <laughs> hey, what's up with little Bashar over there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Yo, for, yo, when I get a chameleon, that's his name. Lil Bashar. Fucking fuck. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, but for real, though. Guys, chameleons don't look human. Nothing. No animal looks human. Even a monkey that shares a lot of our DNA doesn't even look like a human. So it's like, like guys, have you seen fish that glow? They, they, they have light. They have this bioluminescence. How is that possible? How is that a thing? How, how do they create light in their bodies and they glow and shit? What I'm saying, in fireflies too, like what I'm saying is the world is very mystical. It's very wonderful. Don't lose that wonder. Yeah, it's magical. Don't, don't lose that wonder, man. Don't, like, dude, I want you to be impressed by the world. I want you to go travel and see things you've never seen before because that's when you really get impressed. When you start traveling outside your, your comfort zone, outside the place you grew up in, and you start exploring the world, you say, damn, bro, I didn't know that existed. And you say that multiple times a day whenever you're traveling. You're like, I didn't even know that existed. Like, like I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, the, the, there was a healing water fountain in California. I forgot which town. And if you taste it, it tastes like shit. And, you know, every, everyone puts their mouth on, on, on the fountain and shit thinking, oh, wow, it probably tastes amazing. It tastes like fucking, <laughs> fucking iron, fucking like dried blood type of shit. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's, it's horrible, dude. And then, but it's like most people don't does, does not exist. And that was an actual healing water fountain. You know, it actually heals your body. You know, I'm not sure if it still does, but it depends on your belief system. Um, like that, like for example, they're the largest like living organism in the world is a mushroom. It's a huge ass mushroom. I didn't even know that until this week. It's a big ass mushroom in the middle of this forest and shit. And it's huge. It's like as tall as a three story building. It's a fucking mushroom, dude. It's massive. It's like, what the fuck? So don't lose that wonder, man. Don't, don't. That wonder. Eckhart Tolle says like, I'm reading, or well, I've paused, but 
when when I was reading A New Earth last week, uh, Eckhart Tolle's second book, he talks about how we conceptualize everything and it, it takes away the aspect of consciousness. It takes away the wonder and awe. So we look at a chair and instead of seeing, fuck, that is like a fabric of everything that is connected, including me, including source, the very fabric of the fucking universe, feeling the aliveness, the beingness of this chair, of this cup, right? We just slap the title on it. And then it steals that away from it and we conceptualize it. And it's like we're living in this dead fucking world. But just remove that shit. Feel it. The feeling is the secret. Feel the fucking magic, man. Feel that mushroom. Mm. Like when I play video games and it boggles my mind every time. I'm thinking to myself, how did they create a world on a disc? Like back in the day, all we had was Pong. Like, we, we had Pong and Pong was amazing. And, and then we had uh, Tetris, and Tetris was amazing. And then we had Mario, and Mario was amazing. And then we had fucking Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong was amazing. And then now we have, bro, I am literally a cowboy playing with millions of people across the globe. And I don't even know them. And they're in the game. And they're real people. How? Dude, the game is so big. I got a trophy the other day. It said I traveled a thousand miles on, on horseback. A thousand miles on horseback in, in a virtual world. That wasn't even possible 20 years ago. Like, that blows my mind. Where will we be 20 years from now? How far will games have come? You're telling me that they're going to replicate cities in, on a disc? Like like real cities, you can walk in buildings. Like every single building you can walk in in the future, that's gonna be crazy. Abundance, man. Like I'm I'm super. It's funny you bring that up, dude. I, was, I think about this a lot. You know, we didn't we didn't come here to to have everything we want because that that would be, I mean, in a way of looking at it, 100%. But like for everything to be perfect, like we didn't come here for that. The contrast and the variety is what makes it awesome. Being able to, it's the perfect video game. Being able to choose what you believe, do whatever you want, using a law of attraction, able to do that. Be, have, do anything you fucking want. And, but as time evolves, like, you can't run from the fact that you are an extension of source. Your, your default state is that of, of well-being, ease, and happiness. That yeah. you did come here for joy, for freedom, for evolution and growth, which is very satisfying, pleasurable, and, and, and delicious and exciting. Falling in line with that, Things have to just keep getting better and better and better because that is our default. We might overcomplicate it, right? Coming from like evolution, having the ego start out as like cavemen, like, uh, 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 and then coming to like, you know, fucking identifying more heavily and heavily. But Eckhart Tolle talks about this too, the timeline of, of uh, human awakening. As, yeah. as more time passes, more experience, human experience, more people start waking up to the fact that they're conscious, that they are consciousness, that they are beingness, not just these titles and, and, and labels and shit. So as that happens, like more and more abundance is just going to keep like, like, like you're jacking a car up, man, like more abundance globally. The conditions globally raise better, better, more exciting, more pleasurable for everyone. That's my firm belief, man, that we're just constantly moving towards better shit and, and it's just making it easier. No, so th this is something to do with abundance. I just feel I should drop this tidbit of, of knowledge on you guys. Um, money has become a lot easier to make in this digital age. And when I say easier, I mean at least a, bil a billion times easier. I'll give you guys an example. Um, back in the 1800s, right? 
if you were a billionaire, you would have to have employed at least close to a million people. Like you'd have to have a million people under your employment to acquire that, that amount of, of wealth to become a billionaire. And to put it into modern standards, what it takes. Um, I'll give you an example in percentages. Um, to turn $1 into $2 is a 100% gain. To turn $500 billion into $1 billion, or sorry, $500 million into $1 billion is a 100% gain. So if you understand what I just said, it takes the same effort to turn $1 into 2 as it takes to turn $500 million into $1 billion. Oh, hey, Literally. man, like you, th this is a whole brand new podcast, and maybe people don't even know, like, like who the fuck you are. Like, tell them a little bit about your background with crypto and, and just like, your name. <laughs> well, I didn't even do any introductions. <laughs> I just I, I have a conversation with this person. <laughs> yeah. Um, my bad, bro. Hello, everyone. My name is Daryl Rich Bryan. Uh, keyword on Rich, that is my name. You may call me Rich. You may also call me Bit Chapo. But, um, yeah, I've been in cryptocurrency for a while now. I'd say three plus years going on four years. And it's blown my mind. It's a revolution. And it absolutely ties in with consciousness. It ties in with freedom. It ties in with sovereignty. It ties in with privacy. It ties in with real ownership of things. Not, not digital loans that they give you on pieces of paper, but actual ownership of things. Um, it's amazing. And I'm a master of money. You know, I will be a trillionaire at one point in my life because I understand how simple money is. Like I just gave you the example. If you really understand what that means, then you have the knowledge of becoming a trillionaire. It takes 100% gain to turn a dollar into two and that same percent gain turns 500 million into a billion doesn't take a mathematician to be rich it just takes a person with the use of a percent calculator and um the reason people make it so hard in their mind is because they don't have the information they're not aware once you broaden your awareness of what money actually is Money in the most simplest form is energy. And, and it is proven through cryptocurrency. The action of mining is taking electricity from source, electricity, and converting that electricity into tokens. So that's literally energy. And I can't describe it any, any further. On top of it, 70% of the world's computing power is dedicated to cryptocurrency. And people don't even know that. 70% of the total computing power of the world is dedicated to cryptocurrency. So the majority of people don't even know what cryptocurrency is, but most computers do. And that's, that's, that's trippy. But to, to tie it all in, abundance, very simply, you have to have information, guys. If you want to get very, very rich in your life, I suggest you learn a lot about investing. You learn about, about managing your money, becoming a steward over your money. 
I learned from a great friend of mine um, when it came to finances, you know, um, treat it not as a sheet of paper, but as a person. And I'll give you an example. If I invite Dante over to my house and Dante and I, we're going to have a drink. I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to tell Dante to get up and go upstairs. And then once he goes upstairs, tell him to get up and go downstairs. Once he's downstairs, tell him to get up and go to his car. And once he's at his car, I'll tell him, get up and go over to my garage. Or get up again, go to my patio. Because why? That's, that's an asshole behavior. I'm basically making him un uncomfortable. Well, that's what most people do with their money. As soon as they get their paycheck, they start spending the fuck out of it. They start, you know, literally spending it here, spending it there. Get up, go over there, go over there, go over there, go over there. Now, your money eventually is going to run away. And you, you're gonna have you're gonna be broke because why? You're telling it go away. I don't want you. But when you when you say your money, hey, I have a recliner with your name on it. Here you go, and you put it in a savings account and you give it a mai tai and it's drunk as fuck, chilling in your savings account, having a good time. You know what you know what it's gonna say? You know what your money's gonna say? Hey, guys, this person's treating me good. Come over here, man. Let's have a party. And, and your money is going to invite friends, and that's investing. Investing is when your money invites friends over to have a party. And they're going to invite their friends over. Before you know it, there's a party in your savings, your investing, and your check-ins. And it all comes through information. It all comes through treating it wisely, treating it like a friend, you know? Um, and it's better said than done until you start doing it. And then it's better doing than said. Because right now, it's hard for me to explain because I'm doing it so well. But once you start doing it, it, it gets really easy. And uh, I'll give you another example. Um, <clears throat> value is very important. When you ask a rich person, what do they think in terms of buying? They don't think of price. Price is not the first parameter. Price is typically the average person's first parameter to figure out whether they're going to buy something. They'll go to the store and they'll compare two different items just, just based on price, and they'll buy the cheaper one. But a person who has a lot of wealth, they'll say, which item am I going to receive the most value from? What's going to add to my life more? And that's what they buy, because they recognize they're going to exchange their money in for value. And the best purchases in life are purchases that give you recurring value. What gives you recurring value? A bed, your phone, a laptop, a car. These things you use every day. The things you use every day, don't cheap out on. You spend a fucking bag. I'll spend two grand on a laptop because that laptop will serve me five years. Right? If I spend $100 on a laptop, boy, that motherfucker going to be crashing in six months. You're going to you know hit it all the time, too. <laughs> right? Right? Like, I, I spent two grand on, on my phone. I have two phones. I have a Huawei P20 Pro that I'm on right now. It was my iPhone. My iPhone somewhere. But I have iPhone, iPhone 10. Um, and I bought them cash. Why? Because those phones would give me value for the next three to five years. Um, so what I'm saying is value is what you should look for, right? I don't regret spending two grand on these phones. If I sell these phones right now, I'll, I'll barely get $700 for the pair. But I know the value they're giving me because they were top-end, high-end phones during the time I bought them. They're going to perform well over these next years 
versus if I bought a mid-range phone. That shit's going to tap out in two years, right? Um, so, in glasses, too. I wear glasses. I buy the top-of-the-range glasses. I know. I wear them every day. So, I need something that's going to feel valuable on my face, right? A watch, something you, gotta, you, you can't go cheap on. Or if you buy a cheap watch, buy a cheap watch that feels expensive, you know? Don't buy a cheap watch that feels cheap. Buy a cheap watch that feels expensive. Don't, don't like, we're very conditioned. I, I, there's a post in, uh, in this Facebook group I'm part of, and it was talking about humility. And the question was, do you think it, you can be too, too humble? Like, you can have too much humility. Is there such a thing? Yes or no? And everyone put yes, or everyone put, uh, put no. There's no such thing as having too much humility. And I was like, I, I smashed the fucking yes button. I was like, motherfucker, I don't know where along in society we got conditioned that, that we got to like act lower than we are and not, not, you know, fucking talk about what we have. I'm not saying be a dick because you're going to not, and I'm not saying not be a dick in terms of just cause like, Oh, it's the right thing to do. No, not be a dick selfishly because through a lot of attraction, you're going to attract more of that energy. So you don't want to do that, but you deserve abundance. Like you deserve to wear shit that feels good. You don't do it. Don't buy the Lamborghini because cause of validation of approval of like you think that's the cool thing. Buy a Lamborghini because you you like the fucking design. That shit looks sexy to you. you I remember when I first saw a Corvette. I was in I was in uh I was in fucking junior high. I've never seen a Corvette before. I saw one fucking drive by. I was like, what is that shit? What the fuck? That shit looks so. I look like the goddamn Batmobile, man. I want one of those things. I want it in black. I want it in matte black. That shit looks sick. Oh, not matte, but shiny, you know, smooth black. I want one of those. I, I appreciate the design. How does it fucking feel, right? Same like same thing with sex. Like, how does it fucking feel? How does that watch feel? How, do you like the design? Does it resonate with you? You deserve abundance. And because I'm on eight percent, let's fucking wrap this motherfucker with you deserve abundance, okay? This all yes. this, shit, this podcast is called Building the Habit of Feeling Good for a Reason. You, we want to cultivate within you the habit of choosing, reaching for thoughts, feelings, and emotions that feel better. You, your natural state is that of worthiness, that of I'm fucking dope. I don't know what background you come from. I came from like ghetto, poverty, trauma, fucking pain, drugs, murder. I know some fucking dark fucking people. I know people in fucking prison. There's some horrible shit. I know really, really positive people. I know people who grew up in a wealthy family. I have some wealthy family. It's very, very different when I'm hanging around them. I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know what conditions you grew up in. I don't know what resonates. Maybe this fucking like kind of aggressive shit, you know, strikes a chord with you. Maybe you want something a little bit more calm. Maybe the cursing rubs you the wrong way. Maybe you want someone a little bit more nicer down to earth. I feel like, like we got a good balance going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, I feel- Daryl and I have been through multiple variations, many, many, fuck, when I met you and today, we've made, just in a year, dude, significant growth, so we can hit you from different angles, and we're trying to in this podcast, but the message is, you deserve abundance, and we want to give that to you, and we're going to show you how to do that, making a whole course about that, but until that gets released, and you can give us money in exchange for a fucking amazing, God, the best goddamn product on the planet, enjoy the the YouTube content, enjoy the podcast content. Daryl's about to plug his fucking shit right now. Go follow him, okay? He has a bunch of cool shit too. Follow it. Get the free content. Soak it up, okay? Fine tune. If, if you're miserable as fuck and you're trying to be happy, go lucky, walk on sunshine, I'm a boss. There's a gap there. A lot of the time you can't jump there. Like if you try to jump on a merry-go-round, that motherfucker's spinning, you're going to get knocked off, okay? It's a gradual process. You slowly practice it. You don't go to the gym once every three weeks. It's a gradual process of putting in not the work, putting in the pleasure because it feels good to slowly do this. You get better and better and better. You feel more abundant. That becomes your natural default vibrational set point, man. You're a fucking legend. You're a boss. 
Unleash, unleash the inner Charmander, bro. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Thank you, where my brother. People, where can people follow you, bro? My brother. Man, right now, I'm producing the most content on Facebook. Uh, follow me on Facebook. My name is Daryl Rich Brian. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Daryl Rich Brian. That's D-A-R-R-E-L space rich as it's spelled space b-r-y-a-n oh my brother and i have a bitcoin podcast that i upload monthly too it was daily but then you know the energy went to monthly so it's monthly um it's called in bitcoin we trust a lot of fire episodes on there already man if you just watch all i don't know if i ever told you that but that title is fucking money thank you (laughs) (laughs) my brother Yeah, and I'm launching a YouTube channel. Right now, it's called Daryl Rich Brian. I just, you know, I'm going with the basic name. I'll probably change the name in the future, but um, if you follow me, you'll always be following me. So, I'm going to say it again, man. I like Brian un- or Daryl Unleashed, bro. Yeah, Unleashed. I like it. Ooh, ooh. Yo, that 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 is fire. Because that, that's what it is. It, it's literally me unleashing me. It's amazing. But thank you guys for following me. Thank you guys for following Dante, too, man. Mr. Hit is a hit, bro. I love this guy. You know what I mean? This guy, you know, I'm not just saying that because uh, I like him. I'm saying that because I love this guy. Like, dude, this fucking dude, man, if you're following this guy right now, you're blessed. Because you're basically following, you know, Grant Cardone when Grant Cardone, before he was famous. You're following Johnny Cash before he picked up a guitar. You're following, you're following freaking Michael Jackson before he said, hee, hee. Like, like, you guys are following a celebrity you don't even know. So if you're in right now, you're lucky. You're blessed. God has chose you to be graced by the presence of Dante. And you should, you should literally get on your knees and be thankful that you, that you managed to find him right now. Because I'm telling you right now, the price is going up. Because why? More value is coming. And, and he's, he's going to be creating a fuck ton of content. And he's going to be traveling the world, inspiring, not not thousands, billions of people, you know. And that's that's not a prediction. It's a motherfucking fact. That timeline exists, and I guarantee you he's on the timeline right now. Brother, I appreciate you saying that, man. I have a fucking massive love for you, and I have massive love for everyone listening to this podcast right now. There was a time uh, not too long ago where hearing some shit like that would make me uncomfortable. I'd have to, like defend it i'd have to justify it but it's nice being in a position to just let that land and, and knowing that yeah like i deserve that and you deserve mm-hmm. that you know and it's 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 not fake anymore and it's it's very congruent it's very authentic and my my deepest sincere desires is getting you guys to that place too so you can live your fucking dream life and have what you want because we all there's abundance for everyone we all have an infinite amount of well-being at our disposal we're never taken away from anyone else we need to be more selfish so this is fucking dope daryl bro thanks for coming on this podcast man i fucking love you to death absolutely man take it easy love. peace love and light homie hey came in the game getting money flip chicks whip get money niggas get the plan with the money click bang for the money shit change over money they love to see a nigga on the bottom Catch a come up, gotta keep it on the low A nigga plug, bless a nigga with a hoe Wanna break the bitch down in the 36 house Look at here, bitch, I'm A-OK Shawty won't fuck with me Strippin' you the chicken and the lady, she gon' hit my line